Welcome to the Straight Out of Home Video Podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Today we're talking about Mickey's Magical Christmas, Snowed In at the House of Mouse. And oh my goodness, that is a long title. I'm Candace, <laughs> and with me is my co-host, Arzu. Hey, Arzu. Hello. So this is a direct-to-video movie spin-off from the animated television series House of Mouse. Did you ever watch House of Mouse as a kid? I did. I really enjoyed House of Mouse. Less for the cartoons and more for like the actual House of Mouse stuff because yeah. I liked how meta it was. Yeah, because the whole premise of House of Mouse is Mickey and the gang like have a nightclub, <laughs> which is weird to say. It's like an old-fashioned like, an- like dinner club with like a show, like not, yeah. you know, nobody's grinding in Mickey's club. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm just saying, it's not that kind drinking. of nightclub. Okay, so... Yeah, it's like a lounge kind of thing. And all the Disney characters come, including villains and heroes. It's like they coexist like, so nicely. From like Chip and Dale to like Hades from Hercules is there. And they interact and it's really weird. <laughs> but it is very meta. Like you said, Arzu. Yeah. So the cover of this movie includes like Cinderella, Snow White, and Ariel on it. And I feel like that is super misleading for children because they're in here for like five seconds. Yeah, I feel like it, this is misleading for kids who don't know what House of Mouse is. If, yes. if they know, then great. They kind of know to, to expect that. I feel like maybe if the parents don't know and they're like, oh, look, a movie with all the princesses. And then it's just Mickey Mouse shorts. Yeah, but like Jodie Benson and Paige O'Hara, who, who play Ariel and Belle respectively, guest in this, which is cool that they got yeah. like the OG princesses you know. in there. I bet they just came bulk recorded all their stuff and they're like, okay. yeah, they were like, okay, we got to record this for a toy. Got to record this for the Disney parks. Hey, here's two lines for Disney. House of Mouse Noden. <laughs> and that's literally what happens in this episode. Mickey and the gang, they are throwing a Christmas party at the club and then they find out they're snowed in and they decide to like continue the Christmas party but Donald Duck is being a real, real Scrooge. Wah, wah. Shocker. <laughs> he doesn't have the Christmas spirit. Yes. So fortunately. Just, yeah, fortunately, they have a bunch of VHSs. <laughs> of old Mickey Mouse cartoons. Yeah. And I, I like the, I don't think I've seen this one before, but it's the Nutcracker, their take on the Nutcracker. I hadn't I, seen it before either. I thought it was really funny that they had like Donald Duck play the Mouse King and he was just wearing like Mickey ears you get in the park. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is it? What are you implying about about Mickey and Mickey ears? Yeah. This is your villain. Yeah, exactly. And it's like Donald always gets the worst. Casting. I thought it was funny that the incentive that the narrator had to use to keep Donald playing along with the story is don't worry you win you get the girl and that's what changes donald's mind i'm like are you interested in minnie Does i feel Daisy like, know? i feel like it's more like they're playing the part and like donald always never gets a strong role that's true and he thought like oh okay well i'm being the mickey in this really that's true that's true i just yeah. thought that was interesting that minnie is somehow donald's incentive i'm like daisy's not gonna like this no, Daisy's frankly, not neither is Mickey. Yeah, or Minnie. Actually, nobody's gonna like this. 
yeah um donald keeps trying to put like the crown on minnie and she's like nope just hopping around like nope nope no no crown it was very cute but yeah it was adorable and so mickey and everyone else is trying to get donald in the holiday spirit and you know he just he's not feeling it and you know what i think it's okay sometimes not to feel the holiday spirit I agree. I think there's another, we talked about this um, last year with our Twice Upon a Christmas episode. There's yeah. another, I think it's Twice Upon a Christmas. Maybe yeah, or Once Upon a Christmas. They There's two of them. Yeah, there's one where Donald's not feeling the holiday spirit and everyone's trying to force him to feel the holiday spirit. And it's like, sometimes, I mean, I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of year. Just watching it for this made me very excited. But, you know, there are times where it does become too much. Yeah, there's actually, so, <laughs> to date myself a little bit, um, do you remember the band Allie and AJ, the duo? Yes, okay, course. so they have they have a Christmas album and they have a song of like it's like not this season or something like that. They're acoustic hearts of winter. And there's they have a song called Not This Year. And it's just about like how like it's okay not to feel happy during this time of year. Yeah. It's and like completely I, fair. I think they wrote it like after their grandmother passed before the holiday spirit and they're just like we're not into it and things happen and sometimes you know if you're like donald and you're working at this nightclub <laughs> like i mean i'm not sure about you candace but like as somebody who worked retail a lot of christmases like i was still feeling it but a lot of my coworkers, by the time we got to christmas were just burnt out yeah because holidays. you also it's yeah. all day because you start that in November, because I've done retail. I've been in a service industry during yeah. the holiday season. And, like, you start in November, and then you just feel like the holiday season has been, like, five months. I, and you're yeah. just done with it. I walked into work one year, November 1st, and I think some, some of you may know this. I used to work at the Disney store, so a lot of this Mickey Mouse Christmas stuff is throwing me right back to my to my Disney days. But I walked in November 1st. For my shift, and all I can hear is like Gonzo and Rizzo singing, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. And I looked at my manager, I'm like, Why is the Christmas music on? And she's like, It's November 1st. I'm like, But it's Christmas. And she's like, Because it's November 1st. And like, she knew we were in for two months of this, and it was going to feel like you said, like five by the end. Yeah. So, Donald, we're here to say we get you. Yeah, we, we feel understand. you. You're in the service industry. I don't know what Mickey's paying you. I'm guessing it's not enough going by Disney theme. No. <laughs> uh, it's but it's got to be hard working at a club called House of Mouse when you're a duck. And you're Donald Duck, who already has this rivalry with Mickey Mouse, and you're working at the House of Mouse. Probably a thankless job. Like, we love Mickey, but it's probably thankless. So. Yeah, he, Mickey's on stage every night, and Donald's just like, I could be a star. So really, it's just culminating is all building for donald actually speaking of star so after a few shorts mickey's like he heads to the roof of the building and he's like sad jiminy cricket comes floating down and it's like you can't like get the spirit of christmas from a party it's about being together with the people you love and care about which is a good lesson yeah. it's not like about the things it's about it's the about people. the people which you know and mickey's like yeah donald is his best friend and is part of his family which is really sweet and oh, this one includes a Christmas Carol, Mickey's I was Christmas say, Carol. The entirety of Mickey's Christmas Carol is part of this short, <laughs> it's which so really long. does belie how short Mickey's Christmas Carol is. That they fit it into a short 
an entire short film that lasts less than an hour that has other shorts in it that has a framing story and they still put all of Mickey's Christmas Carol in here. Yes. This was actually the longest short film they put in a House of Mouse episode I read or House yeah. of Mouse thing. But yeah, that is a classic. That's like I watch it every year. Oh, yeah. Well, every year since I got Disney Plus, so maybe two years. <laughs> I I like went and got that like they were doing these shorts on DVD like a million years ago. And I went and got the Christmas one purely for Mickey's Christmas Carol because I love it so, so much. Like they get the heart of the story. And yeah, just Scrooge McDuck as Ebenezer Scrooge Perfect. is. Yeah. He's got that grumpiness, but you can also see that he has a heart and like you can understand why his heart, you know. Yeah. Opens up. And why his heart just... grows three sizes. I know that's the wrong Christmas. Yeah, I know. Show, but... I was thinking the same thing. But yeah, no, it's just so sweet and I'm I'm ready for Christmas already. I know. You I wanted know. to talk about the closing song, <laughs> which until I listened to it for this, didn't realize that this was one of the tracks we used to play at the store every Christmas. And just as the chorus kicked in, I was like, wait, I feel like I should be at the cash register. Like the instinct just kicked in. <laughs> like there's so many of these moments with these Disney Christmas things. Where I'm like, oh, that was part of the store soundtrack. Like Muppets Christmas Carol is one. Jim Carrey's Christmas Carol is another one. So, but I feel like that's not the part you want to talk about. No. Okay. So <laughs> Mickey gets a Christmas star. He gets it to Donald. Donald puts it on the tree and he's like, he feels included. And so everyone thinks this song. And so, yeah, so we have all of these Disney characters, which includes Belle and the Beast. And it's, not, you know, Prince Adam, human form beast. It is the beast. The beast. <laughs> All he got her for Christmas was turning back into his beast form. <laughs> because I can't say that here. <laughs> yeah. So Belle's line is like spending time, something like, it's very cliche. It's like spending time together, stealing kisses under the mistletoe. And the beast has mistletoe. And, like, Belle kisses the beast. Y'all can't see it, but I'm smiling like an idiot. <laughs> Candace, can I please say monster <laughs> you boy? Like, beep it out? Please, please. please I guess please. so. The House of Mouse said monster <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just saying. I was just like, Arzu, Arzu, watch the scene. Watch the scene now. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? Is it, like, a callback to Enchanted Christmas? Like, what is this going to be? And then I see the this kiss under the mistletoe. I'm like, yes. I just have so many questions about, like, why is he Because Belle likes it better that way, I guess. I just keep thinking back to the live action one where she's like, can you grow a beard? And then he growls at he her. Does. He growls <laughs> at her. And she's like, oh, yes. <laughs> so it's canon that Belle is like, this is nice. Where's it could be beast? better. It could, it could be, be better. Better. It could be better. Life is good. It could be better. Like, and boom. She's got a beast. You think he just comes out for Christmas? Maybe it's like like the Hulk. Like he can change it at will. I don't know. The don't Hulk know changes when he's angry. The beast changes when he's horny. I don't know. It's like all the couples are there together. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I think we should specify. We do realize this is because the kids probably recognize that before they recognize the prince. Yeah. If they see the prince with Belle and be like, who they the won't heck get is it. that? But if we're going to take this as a choice and analyze it, yes. we can conclude. Which is what we do. 
we can conclude monster f***ing. Arzu just letting me use that beat function today. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. Uh, no, what else is our mind going to go to during this house of mouse? <laughs> what else does the house of mouse make you think of? Do you know what really worries me is our house of mouse villains take over episode is our most popular episode ever. <laughs> Hello, people who've never listened to us before. I promise I don't usually use language like this on the podcast. <laughs> there we go. Overall, it was super cute. There was a short where Nikki and Pluto are trying to get a tree, but Chip and Dale are in there. And then also I'm like, Pluto's just trying to do his doggy job, you know? Yeah. But overall, this was super cute. I liked it. It was yeah. a good holiday thing. Anything with Mickey's Christmas Carol. I tend to be very forgiving of of the shorts when they're holiday themed. Mm-hmm. Just in any in any capacity, I am extremely forgiving because they're always so earnest yeah. and the heart's always there. So I'm like, what, what am I going to do? Drag something because it was insufficiently Christmas spirity? Like, I'm not the Grinch. So there are no critic score for this one. Okay. But there is an audience score with over 5,000 ratings. What do you give it out of like 100%? Just guess. 30%. 62%. Okay. Usually the audience isn't as forgiving as we are. Yeah. No, good for Someone says a great animated feature with some amazing shorts. Not as good as the Halloween feature, but still strong. Which I think I like the Halloween one more, but I, we're just like villain people, you know? Yeah. Oh, someone says this was lazily written. Jeez. Okay. Okay. Like, it's the house of mouse. Like, calm Yeah. So this is very bland and stupid half of it. It's just Mickey's Christmas Carol, which I mean, that's okay. I feel like people saying that this is poorly written or lazy or whatever, like aren't familiar with the premise of House of Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Someone gave it one star and they're like, first off, let me say I hate the House of Mouse. You're not going to like Mickey's House of Mouse then. Like one said uh, one scene made me feel like I was high on drugs. And I'm like, I have no idea what scene that would be. Maybe something from the Nutcracker. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Someone said, gave it four and a half stars and said, Mickey, you are my legend. Bless. <laughs> okay, on that note, uh, Mickey, you are a legend. But yeah, it's cute. I would watch it. It's not streaming on Disney Plus. You have to pay $17.99 for it to buy it. So really decide if this is worth it to you. Yeah, but if you were a big House of Mouse fan as a kid, get the DVD. You could probably come buy it, like, use cheap somewhere thrift stores i'm sure yeah but yeah uh you can find us at the geeky waffle.com geeky underscore waffle on twitter the geeky waffle everywhere else including instagram facebook tiktok and patreon join our patreon for more inappropriate stuff <laughs> and also some appropriate fun sometimes inappropriate stuff yeah. sometimes occasionally but yeah and check out all our shows on this awesome network we are growing which is very exciting and we hope you continue having a great holiday season until you get snowed in with both heroes and villains and your monster boyfriend yes 